Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Can your savings weather an economic storm? There are very few physical assets you can invest in that are proven to stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia, and Birch Gold lets you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. That doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Jim Posel has a great biography. You can link up to him at coasttocoastam.com. And he knows what he's talking about. Uh, years in the business with OSHA compliance and both on industry side and trying to keep track of regulations on another side. And now he's the host of the uh, Safety Wars podcast. So, Jim, when you say safety wars, right away I'm wondering, like, okay, well then, who are the combatants in the safety war? Who are the biggest players that keep us unsafe, that we have to have safety wars? Well, this is, uh, no, I, I get this question asked all the time. What, no, what are we doing here? Well, we, on one side you have us. Right for la- however you want to define that, Vic- that could be victims, worker, community, <laughs> victim, Put- right, right. Yeah. On the other hand, it's everything else uh, that we have to deal with. It could be a uh, workplace situation where you have uh, uh, no uh, employers not following OSHA regulations, environmental regulations, okay. uh, things of that nature. You can have government uh, bureaucrats. On the other hand. Uh, my opinion, my personal opinion, is that this whole thing with sovereign immunity has to be revisited here. Tell me what that means. Well, wait, wait, what does that mean? Well, that means that they're not responsible for any of the decisions that they make on behalf of the government, which allows a lot of people to uh, uh, make decisions that in private industry, if I made the same decision, I'd probably be in a federal prison somewhere. Okay, but who's making... Who gets sovereign immunity? Uh, basically, uh, emergency managers, uh, police officers, 
uh, are another one that we've heard a lot about that lately. Uh, politicians, uh, heads of agencies, government appoint, uh, appointees, things of that nature. Unless it's specifically a law somewhere that says that they, are, they could be convicted of something, there is really nothing that they, that could happen. And when they do, guess what? It's just a slap on the wrist. For example, in Michigan, uh, Flint, Michigan, with the lead right. in the water situation, there right. were criminal convictions there with that, and uh, a couple of them, and they were just slaps on the wrists, and they're being uh, appealed and everything else. Another uh, one, you know, that's a serious one with environmental, but we just had one here in the last couple of years in our neighborhood. I'm, I live right now in New, uh, southern New York, uh, in the southern upstate New York, uh, but I grew up in central New Jersey, where we had uh, allegedly uh, uh, Members of the Chris Christie administration a couple of years back caused a huge traffic jam. Right, and they eventually got convicted of stuff, and then they got overturned. That was a whole bridge. immunity. It, it could be the, anything. The Bridgegate thing. All right, Bridgegate, so right, right, okay. Well, this this is super cool. So let me ask you then: it, the implication is then is somebody who's in charge of our safety could flagrantly make a bad call. Right. And 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 know that they would never be held accountable for it, except maybe they might lose their gig. Other people could lose much more than that. Right. Yes, okay. That's that's essentially correct. And it's not only that. We're when we're talking about the safety war. It's a uh, uh, no. Uh, one of the things that I do with my program, and I get hired to do this by clients, is to coach their employees on how to be. Uh, safe and to train them and also how to address a lot of the safety issues in their own uh, workplace, their own environment and everything else because okay. a lot of times we're the barrier that to our own safety. Sure. A lot of times there's incentives in the workplace and things of that nature. So it's about us uh, being advocates for ourselves. OSHA has a huge program called the Outreach Training Program where they, uh, there's four different areas that you could uh, go into. I have credentials in all four areas, one of them being disaster response. And uh, where they've tried to educate the public, and it's been a very successful program over the years, but still needs some improvement and things of that nature. So right. it's us sometimes, too, on the other side. Our attitudes, our uh, lack of awareness sometimes, uh, Again, uh, like my wife uh, points out to me, not everybody is into this, Jimmy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, well, I, I'm, I'm into it. it, and I think this is what's really interesting is, so when you brought up Flint, Michigan, that's what I'm thinking about East Palestine. I don't care. I'm just going to tell you what I, I mean. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not even in the bleachers, right? I'm not in the stadium. Right. I'm a million miles away, but I don't. Part of me just says, I don't care that they're testing 500 houses clean right now. That wasn't the story in Flint. It was an accumulative problem. And then when it got worse and worse and worse, then it's like, then the iceberg flips, right? And so right. that's what I'm a little bit worried about with the people, the good people of East Palestine, is they're going to get written off as, well, we did the testing, all is good. Now, I heard somebody um, just told me on Twitter, thank you, Jeff, that FEMA has finally agreed to come down and take a look at it. Okay, great. But even they can just go, well, that's enough. We've done, we've done the testing. We've satisfied even Jim Posel's four questions, and now we're done. But five years from now is when the problem starts. 
I see a situation here, and by the way, everything you said is 100% relevant here, all right? I see what's going, what, if this is handled, uh, no, especially some of the statements from uh, the EPA administrator, yeah. this is going to be a, like similar to another love canal situation right into that there's going to be ongoing monitoring here i think the only the final resolution here and it may be 10 20 years down the line is that this whole town gets condemned up to a certain point and there are going to be property buyouts because i tell you what uh even with the testing in the homes all right uh no uh i'll give a get a little bit uh technical here so you have uh, this big uh, controlled demolition here, this controlled explosion here and fire, which right. probably was the right thing to do with the, when you look at the nature of the chemicals here. Well, now, what do you do in the houses? There, there's residues left behind, possibly. Right. Right. And now you're going to be sampling for those, uh, whatever those are. The question is now comes out, what's safe? Like I said previously, right. that's a legal definition. So, for example, in air, for example, I'll give you a couple of statistics here. Can't, can't uh, do too many because i got too many questions, but go, give, me, right. give me one good one. Okay, so right now uh, for uh, air contamination in the workplace, there are 500 official exposure limits from the government, right, called permissible exposure limits. All right. How many chemicals do you think are in the workplace? Possibly. Yeah, I have no idea. Seventy to eighty thousand, I've heard. Wow. Uh, there's not an exact number. So now we have not a lot of exposure limits versus all of these contaminants. And who's going to determine what's safe and what's not? Uh, uh, a quick example for uh, no uh, uh, for lead, for example, for lead-based paint issues and things of that nature. They have standards for that for what's allowable in the house. Well, that's a good example. But that's a good. But that's a good example because at one point, lead paint, asbestos, all, you know, asbestos tile, all right. these things at one point have been deemed safe, and it really takes decades to prove that they aren't. So let let me just back back to the explosion thing. So here it was East Palestine. By the way, do we know the cause of the crash yet? Do I well, did I miss uh, that? There are a couple of us theories here on this. Where apparently twenty miles prior to this happening. Uh, there were uh, there was a uh, probably a security camera or some type of closed circuit uh, camera system picked up the train and apparently one of allegedly right I haven't seen the footage allegedly one of the wheels was starting to fail on one of these uh, cars all right and what happens is the way things are set up uh, when they hit the brakes not all the brakes go off at one time. And this often causes a derailment. This is one of the leading causes from what I've read and from what I've heard inside the industry of a derailment. So one of the solutions that they're going to be looking at is electronically controlled pneumatic brakes, where everything's able to brake at relatively the same time, okay. right, with a minimum lag. Right. That's one thing. And also an acoustic detector uh, is uh, uh, no because these things make noises. If you've had, sure. had a car with sure. a bearing uh, yeah. go on it, it, it makes a noise. But the thing is, this train was like two miles long, right? 140 some cars, 150 cars, and uh, no, there, and there's been other arguments that things have, are undermanned 
uh, which is part of what the almost strike was last year. That was one of the issues right. that they resolved. So the big thing is this. They're going to, the NTSB is going to be doing an investigation here. And hopefully they're going to get to the bottom of this. And hopefully we're going to have good policy recommendations and changes. The worst thing that we could, that could happen is a knee-jerk reaction. Okay. With this, or a political, hey, look, I did right. something about this, and guess what? No, the twenty twenty four elections are coming up. Yeah, we call that like a like a hasty peace or you know a hasty resolution. All right, so. Right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Can your savings weather an economic storm? Think about what you've put away for the future. Inflation can render cash worthless. Real estate can crash like in 2008. Economies built on a mountain of debt can fall like a house of cards. And there are very few physical assets you can invest in that can stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. It's why people are flocking to it now and why Birch Gold is busier than ever. Through a little-known tax loophole... Birch Gold can let you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. And the best part, it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket to make that change. To learn more, text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Let me ask you this again. Can your IRA or 401k weather an economic storm? If not, call the people I trust, Birch Gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings Today, From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. So here, here's what, first of all, I mean, I think the average car has more idiot lights that are going off on sensors on wheels. Right? I got one going off on my tire right now because in the change of weather, I had a slight change in, in my PSI in one of my tires. Right. And so it's showing up like if they... If they can do that for a Volkswagen, for God's sakes, they can right. do that for, for a train, right. I would there, think. There, there are something like three to 4,000 different safety features in a car, thanks to Ralph Nader, who was a, a uh, right an advocate. On this. Sure. An advocate and coast-to-coast guest also. Right, yeah. And, uh, what, uh, so, yeah, I think adding more things, getting the human element out of this, and adding more and more 
automated things to eliminate, help to eliminate human error and the human factor is probably where this is going to well, go. This is where it needs to go. Especially if we're talking about a wobbly wheel, for God's sakes. All right, so anyway, hang on to that thought. If we are at a point where blowing something up is the safest response, that something is primal is exploding it is what we think will be the safest response moving forward. I think that represents, uh, you may be right, it may be the best solution, but it seems really silly that they're like, yep, better dynamiter. You know what I mean? Like that's, if that's really what it comes down to, then we haven't progressed much. But well, even on the even on the air and the chemical part, it's not just the town that might be affected, but again, if it gets into the water supply or if it gets downriver, how many other towns are we talking about that are going to be affected by that, you know, that oil, that slick that came down the river that was killing all the fish? I mean, this who, how many parts per billion does it take to make people ill and to start affecting, you know, say, reproduction or women who are pregnant or whatever? Uh, that's uh, that that varies, and you know they have what are called LD fifties and LC fifties. That stands for lethal dose fifty percent or lethal concentration fifty percent, and uh, those are done on animals. And how do they equate to humans? Again, that's not really ethical to try to figure out what what it sure. takes to kill someone. So they try to uh, do different calculations, extrapolate, and, yeah, right. With that. So that's another question. The other thing is this, like we found out with COVID and other things, what could kill me may not kill you. Right. So it's very yeah. difficult for them to come up with these numbers. It's tech. Can they? Yeah, they can come up with I can come up with the numbers. But no, what no, I don't think that's going to sell good right. to the public. And, and I think what I think know. that's what we're looking at when we're looking at East Palestine. And then when they say there's a thousand a year of these, is it, people start thinking, okay, wait, what? And if it's a thousand, even if you divided it by, you know, as you said, it's like, let's go three a day. You know, I mean, there's a lot of derail. I was in a train derailment once. I was in a passenger train derailment that a train got derailed because it was so cold. It was, it was below, well below zero about three days in a row was like 15, 20 below zero. And I'm taking a commuter train back from college. And um, one of the, either the ties, I don't know. I think it was actually the, the rail itself cracked. And it meant that the train just kind of tipped over gently, fortunately, because we were going so slowly right. through South Chicago. We were coming up from the Southern end of Chicago and it just, it just like the train was moving five, 10 miles an hour, whatever it was, it cracked and then it just fell over. And we, everybody was fine, which was good. Uh, and not every train car fell over, but most of them did as a result of that derailment. And you think, well, okay, that's a weather element. You can't, you couldn't really predict that. And I don't think that that was necessarily human error. But I'm really worried about some of the train crashes that we've talked about where there was drugs involved, cell phone involved, people who were calling, you know, like the famous uh, commuter, the, the um, you know, the Amtrak train crash that happened because somebody was on a cell phone. 
Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.